Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. I am your host, Patty Lennon, and I may be more excited about this particular episode than any other episode I have shared up until this point, which is crazy because the episodes I usually get the most excited about are one of two things. One, sharing an amazing guest, someone that has just touched my heart or opened my eyes or my mind to something that has shifted something in me, brought me more into alignment with myself. And then I want to share that gift with you. Or I've had a huge aha and I want to bring you along with me. So this one though, the reason I feel the most excited about this one is because to me, it's a microcosm. What happened with this podcast is a microcosm of what is happening in our world today. It's about what tools we can use to navigate the time we're in. And so this is my 100th episode and it should have dropped actually last week. And it didn't for a few reasons. I was going on vacation. And so when I would have been recording it, I would have been getting just back from vacation. And I just didn't feel that I was in the mindset to really share with you what I had framed in my mind, uh, what was going to be the 100th episode. And so I'd asked my producer if we could wait to the last minute and she agreed. And then a hurricane hit. And my power and internet has been out. Um, Well, actually, we did not. We weren't out of power. Our town was. But miraculously, our house, for some reason, along with a few other households, kept power. But we had no internet and our data was too slow to record. So I had to, to skip the week. And... I was really kind of frustrated at first because, you know, how do I skip the week where my 100th episode is dropping? I mean, 100th episode should be meaningful, right? In fact, a colleague of mine, someone I like and respect, her 100th episode was dropping, you know, last week as well. And I saw she had like bought balloons in the number 100 and she was making this really big deal out of it. And I felt like I was sort of scraping myself off of... um like my bed just to get to to my desk. Um, As amazing as our vacation was, and it was super fun, I had um, taken each of the kids, took a friend. So we had four teenagers on the Cape. So it was, I I needed to like refuel the the juices a bit um, before I showed up fully. So, you know, again, like, you know, all good plans, God laughs. And, you know, I just couldn't even record this hundredth episode. So there, there was this other person out there that I knew making a big deal. I'm rightfully so for hundredth episode. And, and here I was not even able to record mine. And I think, you know, so just starting off, I think that's so much of what so many of us are feeling is 
we are not doing enough, you know, didn't plan well enough, not using the most of our time, blah, blah, blah. Someone else out there is doing more than us, right? And so there's really this need to come back to center and just say, what's my 100%? And so my um, vision for this podcast or kind of the the container for this podcast was going to be all the different things the number 100 means. And I had put that question out on social media and I got some interesting answers that really sort of matched what I felt over the years of my life in um, the number 100 has come to mean. But what was so fabulous about the way that this podcast went down was that I did not write down the most important 100 when I was kind of framing out the um, podcast. And by the way, framing out, I use that really loosely because if you've been listening for a while, you know I sort of go with the flow and I just let what's going to come through me come through me. But I had made a list of different 100s. And the one that didn't make the list, which should have been at the top of the list, was having our well, our inner resources at 100%, having 100% of our power. And that was shown to me for the last uh, six or seven days that we've been out of internet and my community's been out of power is being how important it is to be at 100% power and 100% connection. And to me, those are the two fuels of everything good that can come of our lives. First, to make sure we are operating at 100% of our own energy. And from there, connection to all beings and really this this fullness of this one, this oneness that we all share. I realized I had completely left that off the list and yet that is the most important 100. So I'm actually, in my mind, originally when I was envisioning this podcast, I was going to go through chronologically to where hundreds had shown up in my life, but I'm going to start with the end point, the most important, which is being at 100%. And so I just want to stop here for a moment and ask you to check in with yourself. I'm going to ask you a question and I don't want you to edit the answer. I want you to give me, well, you could email it to me. That would be lovely. But I just want you to sort of like in this moment that we're sharing virtually together, I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to just honor the true answer. On a scale to zero, 100, 100 being you are full up of your own energy, your well being at 100, your your personal sense of power and freedom being at 100%. On a scale of zero to 100, where are you? And just notice where that answer is. That is your most most important 100. And every other 100 that I'm about to talk to means nothing unless you focus on getting that first one to 100. And I'll be really honest, I, well, I'm always honest. Why would I even say that? I'm always honest with you, but maybe you don't always have visibility to everything that's going on with me. I haven't been at 100% lately. I really haven't. And I've got to look at that and figure some things out because at the heart of what I teach, you know, my main, main focus is all about helping people receive. 
receive the love, the support, the money, the insight and the guidance that the divine is giving us, right? That's the whole point of the receiving schools, the point of like everything I put out in the world. And yet I don't think I've been doing such a good job of it as late. And situationally, there's an explanation. You know, I am a person who likes to take care of other people. And I've set up a paradigm within my own being, within my own mind that I give, that I see when someone is in need and I enjoy giving to them, you know, and helping. And the thing is, there's just been so many needs around me for so long that I lost track of the fact that I have needs too. And and I got into a situation that I know you probably are guilty of where I said, well, you know what? At least I can work from home. And in this recent power outage, at least I have power. And you know what? At least my kids can learn somewhat independently. And at least, and at least, and at least. And what I was really doing was saying, nope, Patty, you don't get to take care of yourself because you already have all these things. But the problem with that is then when 100% starts to dip down to 90 and 80 and 70. And, you know, who knows? I, I would say I was floating along 10% properly. I can't serve. I can't serve from 10%. I can only serve fully from 100%. And I have to get back there. And when I tapped into, you know, for me, what was going to get me back there, it was fun. There hasn't been a lot of fun in my life lately because, and this is something I encourage all my clients, you know, people in the receiving school to do is go out and, you know, you got to get, you have to have play in your life, fun, joy. The thing is that for most people, they say, well, I don't know what that is. I don't even remember how to have fun. I don't know what play even is anymore. And, you know, there's all these exercises I do to help people get there. But the problem is for me is I know a lot of things that I enjoy doing. I haven't been able to do any of them because of the pandemic. And so I've really felt at a loss. You know, I've really looked like, what is it that would feel fun? And I finally figured it out. And I'm not ready to share what that is, the thing I'm going to do. There's a couple of things on the list. But they feel so radically indulgent to do them. And yet I'm going to do them because I know those are the things that are going to fill me up. Now I'll share more in the coming weeks what those things are, but that is priority number one is figuring out what will fill you up. And most likely the closer you are to the bottom of your well, probably the harder it's going to be for you to do the things to fill yourself up. And here's why, because the only reason you've gotten so low in your in your own personal power and your own personal like full well is because the things that would have filled you up don't feel fair to other people around you because they're struggling. That would be my guess. I just I wanted to get that out there in case you have to jump off the podcast. You got the most important part of this. Now I'm going to talk you through some of the hundreds that have shown up in my life and other people's lives that I um, I think are so present in our world, paradigms that we've created, this number 100 has come to mean some level of perfection in different ways, shapes, or form is certainly completion, fullness, whatever. And we really use them as swords against ourselves, poisons against ourselves. So 
The first one is, and, and it's important that anything that's a poison is a poison only in excess, right? So, you know, we just need to modify it. The first one is, you know, 100 as a, a grade. So when I was young, I was always focused on getting the 100, always getting the 100. And what's so fascinating is that, and I did, you know, so often is I remember one of my earliest memories of 100 is a teacher asking me to stand up and have the whole class look at me. I was young, like third grade, I think, fourth grade. And she said to them, now look at her. She's the only one that got 100. She's the only one. And I don't really know what word she used, but basically she said that was good enough, right? And the the thing is that that moment did the exact opposite to me. It made me feel so alone. It made me feel so alienated. And naturally, it made kids dislike me. (laughs) So (laughs) maybe not in the long term. But in that moment, no one was thrilled with me, let me tell you. And what's so fascinating is I pursued those hundreds all the time, all the time, all the time. And yet, you know, what was I looking for? You know, acceptance, enoughness. And yet the the stronger my pursuit of that, the bigger the gap was between me and others. So that's that's that first remembrance of a hundred in my life. And in many of the women that responded, when I put it on social media, they said they had feelings of shame, of anxiety that associated with that hundred. And it doesn't matter which side of the hundred you're on, whether you got the hundred and then, so then you were other than, than the rest of whoever, or you didn't get to the hundred. And so then there was shame for that, but that there was this anxiety in the pursuit of that 100. Right. And yet if we can just hold out the hundred as being, you know, a number, nothing more than that, a number. And I was even thinking of that, like, why is the hundredth podcast episode so important? Because it's not like, I think with um TV series, it's important because I think it like gets, I think it's a, you know, in the olden days, I believe it was like the end of a season, right? And it was like a significant benchmark. I could be wrong. But when it comes to podcasts, I mean, there's, there's 52 weeks in the year. So I mean, 104 would be two years, right? So what's this hundred? I don't know, but it felt meaningful. I don't even know why it felt meaningful. It doesn't, it has no meaning. And really when you kind of reduce it in numerology, it reduces down to the number one, which is really the start, right? In a way, that's what it's, uh, this hundredth episode is going to be for me because although I wasn't ready to rename the podcast right now, a new a new name is coming that is more relevant to the kind of content I'm going to be offering in the future. And, and so you'll just have to wait for that. You know, if I was, like I said, more 100, more aligned with that 100 benchmark, I would have been ready to, to launch that new brand right now, but I'm not. So it'll probably be closer to like 104, which is more reasonable because that's like two years, right? So um, that was the first hundred. And then we were at my daughter's pediatrician appointment just a few weeks ago, and she got on the scale and she weighed 99 pounds. And that brought to my attention that 100 benchmark. Now for her, she's just so free in her body and you know numbers are so irrelevant when it comes to that stuff. But she was almost like, oh, I didn't make it to 100 yet. You know, to her, it was just some, some benchmark that 
gosh, please, like, let her hold on to that, you know, sort of celebratory feeling around the the presence of her body, right? And the weight of her body. But what I was thinking about was, wow, that 100 on the scale, at least for women, I think that begins that place where we start to disconnect from the beauty of our bodies, where the number on the scale starts to mean something. Like my earliest memories of being concerned about my weight, even as, you know, at at one point I was near anorexic, not for very long. I didn't have it in any severe way. I just remember the doctor showing me that I had gone from, I don't really remember, I want to say like 105 pounds down to like 98 pounds. And, And he was showing me that the quickness of that descent and, you know, where I was in height, that that was dangerous. But I remember those single pounds being so important. Like, am I 103? Am I 105? You know, like wherever it is. And it seems to be that 100 mark that, that starts to set many girls on that path. And, you know, what can I do, me personally, in my own household where my daughter's right on the cusp of that to support her and and give her a different trajectory. And that's a that's not a question I have answered yet, but it's a question that's on my mind. You know, and then later on, as I've done this work over the last 10, 15 years, what I've come to really embrace as the best 100 is and the most joyful, you know, when you look at that grade of 100, and it having so much meaning, the 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 reversal that I've done around it, or the alternate meaning that's given me so much freedom is my one hundred percent. So not worrying about did I get the grade one hundred, did I get the full mark, but did I show up at a hundred percent? And that has certainly been the approach I've taken with my kids in school is I don't care what that grade is. I want to know, was that your 100%? Because if that was your 100%, then that's that's good. That's more than good. That's exactly who you need to be. And I'm so proud of you. Now, turning that on myself, as a typical parent, it's a lot easier for me to do it for my kids than for myself. But the place where I've found that freedom is in relationship with the divine, the universe, and what I found. And I know I've seen it be 100% true is that all the divine asks for us is that we give our 100% when we're going towards a goal. We don't, you know, so when I'm looking at that other person who's, you know, gotten balloons of a hundred and, and she's done all this social media around her hundredth episode and that was her hundred percent. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe she would, that was her 110%. And now she's kind of recovering from that. But for me, this is my 100% on this episode. This is, we've been out of power. We've had no, or we've had no connectivity or towns out of power. We're supporting, you know, trying to help our friends. This is the best. And, and I know whatever is meant to happen with this episode, the divine is going to take it from here. And it's that 100% is that point of surrender where, until I had, you know, the grade 100, which is done, doing all of it on my own, could I not rest until I hit that point? Now I know that I must rest when I hit my 100%. And only I know what that is. And I turn that on you. Only you know what your 100% is. And in a year that has been so taxing, I ask you right now, are you allowing yourself the grace of your 100%? Or are you judging that your 100% wasn't enough? 
Because I promise you, the divine does not judge your 100%. The divine celebrates your 100%. And many times when I'm working with clients around this concept, if someone's questioning, but did I really hit my 100%, that question is usually my indication that they're probably at 105%. Because when we stay conscious with what is it, how am I supposed to show up, what am I supposed to do, are our over-focus on doing rather than being always pushes us past 100%. And so that's when we start to learn to be and balance the being with the doing is then when we hit 100%. And, and when we're willing to stop at our 100%, that's where we can receive at 100%. When we push past 100% in, in our giving, in our doing, in our creating, we actually lessen the ability for the universe to deliver to us for us to receive. So when we move to giving 105% or 150%, which is, you know, unfortunately such a saying that's big in the Western culture, give it your 150%. Well, when you're doing that, you're actually squeezing out the space for receiving. And it's really important for you to withdraw a bit that doing, creating, and achieving so that you can make space for that receiving so that you can receive at your 100% as well. And so much of what I'm seeing right now in my community is, is showing me how many people are running so close to empty. Our town, which is a small town, and it's a good town, and it, it's a town I'm so happy to raise my children in, has a lot of people turning on each other. We, you know, without being in, we had no power throughout the town either. So there were no lights that were working. And there weren't stop signs out at all the four-way light intersections. And, you know, I think we all know at this point that when you've got that four-way intersection or even, you know, a three-way and the lights are out that you, you know, every other, I go, then you go, I go, then you go. It's like a four-way stop. And yet people couldn't do it. They had to push through, like, you know, that car in front of them went and then they went because they're used to just going, going, going. And there was so much animosity because of that. There was animosity because the workers came in through, you know, Eversource is our utility company. And, you know, were they doing their 100%? Certainly the line workers were. I don't know about management. It did not seem to be going that way. But, you know, these poor line workers that came in from all of these parts of the country to help us and are standing around not being able to give their 100% because they weren't getting direction. Um, which is why we stayed out of power for so long and the town was getting so upset. And then, and then infighting started to happen and, and so much animosity towards each other in a town that just, just a couple of years ago when our town was devastated by a tornado that literally hit nowhere else, like just us and, and one or two other towns around us, we were decimated by a tornado. So the rest of the world didn't know what was going on. And yet we were, we looked like we were living in a zombie apocalypse, the same town. Everyone was so loving and helping and kind to each other. And eight years ago, when our neighbors in Sandy Hook dealt with a tragedy that at the time, none of us could even wrap our heads around the goodness and the kindness that existed here was amazing. In the face of a tragedy, it was just 
so much love. And now here we are, and it's not the same. And it's so easy to look and say, why are you acting like that? I mean, some of the stuff on our town page was just, it was absurd. But I had to keep bringing myself back to everyone does the very best they can with what they have. And this is the very best. And isn't that just heartbreaking? And I think it's because we have gotten to this place in such a difficult year where we're not remembering how to give back to ourselves, how to remember to refill our own wells. And if we don't, then this is the way we show up because we're we're operating at a deficit. And that's just heartbreaking. This podcast episode was originally in my mind sort of this a celebration of this other version of 100% that I've come to embrace as the most important, which is when I show up at 100%, whatever my 100% is, and I allow that to be my truth, the divine meets me there and the same for you. But now on the back of this power outage, this torn, this uh, hurricane and this devastation that we're seeing in our area, what I really want this to be about is what do you need to do to get to your 100%? Make that your priority. 100% of your energy back into your body. What do you need to refill? No matter what's going on around you, please, please, please give to that first. Receive from the universe. Pull in from the divine. Just scream it to the skies if you need to, but suck it into your body. Every ounce of love and support and money and opportunity that you desire, ask for it and then visually like feel yourself absorbing it like a sponge, filling yourself back up. Do whatever you need to do to get to that 100% because all of us are the worst for it if you're not operating at 100%. We all need everyone at 100% and taking care of yourself needs to be a priority. That is where I'm going to leave that. I will, I do recommend to you grab the receiving guide if you haven't already done it. You can get it at pattylennon.com forward slash receiving guide. I've got five unique steps in there that you can take. I do encourage you to take all of them, but really you can do just one and they're going to help you get connect to that receiving energy so you can drink that in. And in that receiving guide is also a meditation to allow you to connect to your guides and really receive that guidance you're looking for. Whatever you need, it starts with connecting to that receiving energy and really learning how to drink in your 100%. And finally, the last 100 I'm going to speak to is 100 years old. This was one that came up with so much affection by so many people of the admiration they had for people who had lived to 100. And I myself have that same affection. And when we think of people who have lived to 100 and what they've lived through and the wisdom they have, that is the last thing I want to focus on before I close this podcast, which is look to those around you that have the wisdom of years. One thing I think we have lost in this time where we have so much affection for youth and maybe obsession with youth is we've lost track of the wisdom of age. And let's really honor that. Let's look to our elders to show us what we need to know right now. 
because they are the ones that hold the truth for us. They are the wisest of us now. And with this intention, I just ask that those of you with wisdom, whether it's a hundred years or something less, send it to those of us who need that wisdom. We love you and we appreciate you. And to you who's listening, I love you and I appreciate you. And I wish you 100% of divine's energy flowing into you today. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.